This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I got a couple pieces of insignificant information as we lead into this little segment here where we're going to be talking baseball with our guest. Do we have Corey ready to go? Corey is ready. Good morning, Corey. Is that the insignificant information? No, 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 man, no that's not, not it. You, I was not wel- you. No, not you. Of course not. I was welcoming Dude. you into the show, but I will ask you this question. <laughs> we all believe we know the answer to this, but I found out something differently. The first African American uh, manager in Major League Baseball is considered. I'll let either one of you two answer that question. It's Frank not- Robinson. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Frank Robinson. Well, on this date, and, and Frank got his with the Cleveland Indians. I believe it was seventy-five, right? Somewhere in there. Somewhere yeah. in there. But on this date. In 1973, Whitey Lockman got thrown out of a Cubs game. Got thrown out. And replacing him as manager for the rest of that game was one Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, which made him technically the first black manager in Major League Baseball. There's one insignificant piece of information. (laughs) <laughs> and the other, did you know that uh, Braves manager Brian Snitker has appeared in a movie, a movie that we all know, pretty much love, considered one of the greatest baseball movies of all time? It's been talked about, but I had forgotten about it, but Brian Snitker is in Bull Durham. Did you know that, Corey? I did know that. Yeah, I've, we've actually talked to him about that before. I did know that. Yeah, I, I hadn't had a chance to talk to him about that. Gary, did you know that? The opening scene, the opening montage, when they show Susan Sarandon's room, who is, you know, Annie. Yeah. There is his baseball card, Brian Snitker's yeah. card, is in her mirror. Wow. Is sitting in her mirror, uh, and it's from when he was the uh, manager of the Durham, of the, of the um, Durham Bulls. Bulls. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Now, my question is, does he get a residuals check? He should. His likeness is being used. He should get a residuals check from that movie, from now on. I'm just saying. I don't think he's worried about that. that I don't think he's there. worried he's, about he's, it, but it's, it's the he's, point. He's, managers, he's, he's manager of a team that's won the World Series. All right. <laughs> Corey McCartney, Talking Chop, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. How are you, man? We've been gone for a couple weeks, haven't had a chance to talk to you. Everything been going good, and, and your thoughts on what you've seen from this Braves team since we've had John last. I'm all good, and, and the team, you know, I mean, you look at these last three games, uh, you know, you open up offensively against the Mets, and then last night, and you know, getting to Corbin Burns the way they did, and Max Fried, uh, you know, looking sensational every bit the ace. I think there's a lot of positives uh, to see over this last stretch. I know it's been, you know, a little wonky for fans seeing 
almost a little deja vu here with us being in uh, early May and this team still trying to figure them seemingly figure themselves out in the standings now six games back. Uh, but certainly there are, I think signs of life is the biggest, uh, the biggest theme with this team the last few days. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning on his mother's day morning. I spending time with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. The return of Ronald Acuna. Has it been what you thought it would be? Has it given the infusion of what you hope that it would for this lineup and also defensively for the outfield? All, all of the above. I, you know, I think the one thing that I kind of found perplexing, uh, you know, at the beginning was that there was a plan and that they weren't going to play him, you know, on day games after night games. And, they, you know, they didn't want him in the field on consecutive days and just all these, you know, these variables that they were going to do. I, I think when you've seen what you've seen from him so far, you kind of have to throw it all out the window. I mean, you think about these home runs, these last you know, a couple nights. I mean, in, in, I mean, before that, when they were in New York, he had a double that he hit 116.6 miles an hour. He had an infield hit uh, that was, you know, he went from home to first at 30.5 feet per second, which is, you know, among the the, the absolute elite uh, foot speeds in all of baseball. I mean, I think 10 months removed from uh, tearing his ACL, everything's gone so much faster than you could have anticipated with him. And I think, you know, having a set having a set plan at his age, I mean, it's got to be fluid. So I think that's the one thing I found, you know, interesting. I, I think he needs to be out there on an everyday basis. Tell me something, though. What, what do you think uh, – well, what are you watching to see, especially we haven't seen him have to go out on the warning track to make a play. Do you think we see something then from him thinking about, you know, how he got his injury? Um, you know, uh, are, you, are you still watching for things like that? Because he seems like he's back and he's going full tilt, a head-first slide for a <laughs> stolen base. But are you watching defensively, especially when he gets back around the wall? I don't think so. I mean, I think I think he's pretty fearless. I don't. I, don't, I think the only way you're going to stop him from making from being in a position to make a play is by literally not having him on the field. I think that's that's the only way you can stop a guy like that from not being in that position. I just can't see him, you know, one having showing any trepidation. The one thing I will say is that you know, everyone has talked a long time about him being best in a, in a corner outfield role. Alex Anthopoulos, you know, the general manager, said they talked to him during the spring when he gets back about eventually transitioning to center field because Adam Duvall has been fine there, but he's been playing out of position. Uh, you know, I think there there's a lot of talk about him eventually, you know, being in center field for long stretches with this team. I'm not 100% keen on that. I think that's that may be asking him too much but if you've got you know a couple of guys and Demers looks great you know and you're not having him cover nearly as much ground as maybe he would be that might not be the worst idea in the world but um, I would like to see him you know at least defensively to have some of the pressure taken off because you know he's going all out in every other uh, asset of his game. Hey Corey give that stat again you you gave earlier about Acuna hitting down the heading down the line in his his time. For 30, the- so 30 30.5 feet per second that he covered uh, if you if the stat cast figure on uh, tracking you know, him getting from home to first. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, again, this, you know, you forget what it's like being that age and just bouncing back from something like this, and the, and which makes you kind of mad, especially if you're a long-term baseball fan. The, the, the care that he got and the cares that guys are getting in 2022 
compared to players before then oh, yeah. and whose careers could have been extended. Mm-hmm. Ah, it makes you want to walk into traffic. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game, <laughs> 929game.com. Hey, man, how are you feeling about the back of this rotation right now? You know, Jensen's here. You got Smith who did it, you know, all last year. And so I, I guess it's still kind of a work in progress. But your thoughts on it so far? The, the rotation or the bullpen? The bullpen. I mean, Late you know, games. I guess what Jansen, I'm getting at is I, Jan- yeah, Jansen and Smith. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I think with Jansen, I know it got a little bit dicey last night, but you're still talking about 25 consecutive converted saves, which is tied for hater for the active, yeah, active uh, consecutive streak right now. Um, you know, I, I think he's still, you know, that, that cutter is just absolutely elite. You know, Colin McHugh has been really good. Uh, you know, he's got a, a 2-0, uh, ER, uh, 2-0 FIP, uh, 2 FIP right now. The ERA is elevated, but some of that stuff's not uh, necessarily uh, of his doing. I think that this is still a really good bullpen. You know, obviously you've got Mentor. You know, they're missing a, a piece that meant a lot to them from a personality standpoint in Luke Jackson. But uh, Spencer Strider has just been such a, a key weapon. Uh, you know, Smith is still has a really, you know, still has that ability to go in. And if you need fill things, you know, with Jansen that he needs any time, if you've got another guy that's capable, I, I think it's still an elite bullpen. I just, it, it's just not always been to start here as lights out as I think we got used to seeing it in the postseason, almost to its detriment. I mean, you know, this is, these are elevated numbers right now from Tyler Matzik. I mean, this is not the, you know, not the guy that we saw, you know, come in that Dodgers series and, and just, you know, the, the proprietor of the, the nut shack, you know, it was the kind of funny thing that came out of that. But uh, I, I think long-term, this is still a really substantial bullpen. I think they're just kind of going through their ups and downs as they kind of fuel each other out right now. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline this morning with Corey McCartney um, from Talking Chop, Talking Braves. All right, that's that's the, the bullpen starting rotation. I think we're getting Charlie Morton today. Um, what's been happening with him and, and, you know, how badly does he need to go out and put together five to six innings uh, of solid pitching today? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Wright's been fantastic, right? A one RA, Max Fried, you know, talked about how tonight Ian Anderson, while it's been up and down to points, he's still, you know, pitching to a two, four, five in his last four starts. I mean, you have to go back to 2010 to find the last time that Morton was this bad in the first month of the season as he just was with a, a 7 0 ERA. He's got a 6 8 5 right now, which is the second worst of his 15 year career to open up a season. Um, the big thing with him is. The, the curveball that, you know, has been just the, one of the biggest weapons that he's had since reinventing himself around 2016, 2017 with the Astros, and he became a high strikeout guy. Um, you know, you, you have weighted curveball runs above averages, basically like how many runs does a pitcher save with that pitch? Last year it was 26.6 runs he saved. It's a negative pitch right now. And because of that, the fastball has become less effective. It's got an 11.7% whiff rate. Guys were whiffing at that pitch almost double that. So I, I don't have anything to do with the baseball. We talk about how guys are not being able to get the same spin, uh, you know, with the inconsistencies. With this, uh, this has not been the Charlie Morton that I think was was there for a long stretches of the season. So uh, I think this is going to be a really big, uh, a really big start for him because again, this is he, he the, the last five uh, starts for him is the highest he's had over any five start stretch in the last six years. So being, uh, and he absolutely needs a strong one today against Milwaukee. And listen, when you talk about this Milwaukee team, this series is is victory enough as far as I'm concerned. Because when you the National League, we started off you Dodgers are the Dodgers, they're leading the West. And then the story was the Mets and how they're playing. We know the Mets eventually will trip over themselves and somebody else will ascend in the East. But 
are people talking enough about this Brewers team and what they got? You mentioned Hader earlier, and he's not even having this gas. But you got one of the top closers, period, in baseball on this Milwaukee team, and they're sitting there with one of the best records in the league, period. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think we are talking enough about them. I mean, I think it's, some of it has to do with the central, and, and you know, it, it's so bad with the Reds sitting at the bottom there. But you know, plus second best in the National League, they had the best pitching staff in baseball. When you think about, you know, in terms of you combine that bullpen and uh, that uh, and that rotation in terms of uh, Fangraph WAR right now, Hader hasn't allowed a run all season. Uh, you know, they obviously got to. You know, got to Corbin Burns last night, uh, you know, but Eric Lauer, you know, has looked really good. And then today you got Aaron Ashby, who's striking out over 10-2 uh, per nine innings. So this is, a, this is a really good team. And then offensively, you know, they're top three in runs scored in the, in the NL. So it's a, it's a, it's a complete team. And I, I think last night you saw against Jansen when you had, you know, Christian Yelich, you know, get that double. He, he's, he's struggled the last couple of seasons since being an if, if he's hitting like he is at, uh, early on in the season, he's going to be. Th- this is not going to be the same team that the Braves went toe to toe with in the NLDS last year. Spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Corey McCartney from Chopping Talk, talking Braves, and uh, you know this has been a weekend out of the ballpark where they honored uh, Hank, Hank Aaron and they wore the uniform from the year uh, 1974 when he hit 715. How? Why do we get so much love for this uniform? <laughs> Here we go. You were listening <laughs> earlier, were you, Corey? I, 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 cause, no, cause, no. Oh, Sam, I, got a, go ahead. I lived through this uniform, and there wasn't a lot of love for it at the time when it was a, a current uniform. There are people who want to know, why can't they wear it every day? Why are they just wearing it one or two weekends? Because I think the Braves are, are set to wear it this weekend and uh, another series or something yeah, later on this season. Too much. Yeah, but I mean, but people love this uniform. Yeah. I remember when they played this uniform. It was, it was, it was, not, it was not pleasant to watch. <laughs> So where's all the love? Go? I mean, are you feeling that? I mean, it's it's definitely real. I mean, it, people are you know people love that uniform, but I think we get this whole like we're I think we're we're collectively in this nostalgia stretch across. You know, it's like I mean, I you know I listen to you know like Def Leppard and all that stuff, middle school kid and all that. You know, my kids are listening to that kind of stuff now, and and I'm sure you know we went through a period a little bit later. We're like, what were we listening to? And, you know, now it's like I think everyone's caught up in, in this nostalgia stuff. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I think it would be cool if they had more dates with it. I'm sure there's some, you know, you think about the, the NBA has like those legacy uniforms. That you can only wear something certain amounts of times. And if you do, you have to put a tweak on it to make it like a new age version of it. I'm sure there's stuff like that that has to play into them not being able to wear it on an everyday basis. But um, I, I, get, I like it, you know, anytime you see retro uniforms, but it's always going back to the exact same ones because this is a – Playing. This is the they will the, the Braves will gladly tell you this is the longest running continuous team in all of baseball. They got to have more than one retro uniform. They that is a valid point. Yeah, and I got a picture with Rick Savage, by the way. Do you from out at Lakewood? Yeah, <laughs> lead singer of Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh listen, Corey, we can't thank you enough as always, man. We will be tapping into your knowledge, and we got a big announcement coming up at nine o'clock that will, in a way, kind of affect you. So you need to. That's a tease right there. All hey, right. Hey, Saint, your average idiot you're dealing with here. I know how to do a radio tease, man. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thanks as always. All right. Thanks, guys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 